Welcome back everyone to season four of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast located in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Throughout this season, CEO Linda Kelly will be chatting with people from many walks of life across the world about a variety of mental health and wellness topics. Please keep in mind that this is not a substitution for counseling. If you would like to talk to a licensed therapist, please visit us at www.kellymentalhealth.com. All right, welcome back everyone to season four of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast. As you guys know, we always have fun. We invite, you know, a, a bunch of people from all across the world. Linda has been interviewing them and just talking. And I think that's something that is so special about the Kelly Mental Health Podcast that we get to talk and really just let everything out. So today, it's been a while since I've been on here. Uh, we actually had some te- technical difficulties for a bit there. So today we are talking and we are just bitching about life. And I'm, really ex- I'm really excited for this episode. Obviously, we have the lovely Linda Kelly here with us and uh, I am Cassandra Dell, and I'm joining today and yeah, it's, I'm happy to be back. It feels like forever. It does. It does feel like forever. I, ha- I started a list just as you were talking, like here's all the things that annoy me this week. <laughs> yeah, like everything for me. I, I'm at the list of everything. Um, Obviously, yesterday we got um, Doug Ford made another announcement and we are he issued another lockdown. I know it's I think it's our fourth or third lockdown. And honestly, it feels like the the 75th. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to me when I say that. And so it's just difficult. Um, So I wanted to start with that and just, you know, ask Linda, you know, how you're feeling about everything. Right. Well, you know, the thing that I find just so it's comical at this point is that there's always a leak before the press conference. So it's kind and and it reminds me what happened before Christmas, that the information was leaked, that he was thinking about closing things down starting Christmas Eve. And there was such like people were flipping out. And I almost I feel like it was just a way that they were like testing the waters to sort of see, you know, What's this going to do to my reelection bid? What is, you know, how are people going to take this? And then, you know, sure enough, it comes, but it's started on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. And now again, like it, all of the news stations were reporting that this four week lockdown was coming or a stay at home order. I mean, mm-hmm. but it hadn't been confirmed, but it just says sources close to Doug yeah. said so. So, you know, I just I think that there's just there is a pattern to this. There's a method to this. Um there's a lot of infighting, obviously. And I always talk about the infighting on, on social media about right and wrong. There's people that are at both extremes and then people that are more in the middle, I think are just staying quiet about it at this point. Mm -hmm. Me personally, it's a terrible time for me. (laughs) No kidding. I think it's, I think it's difficult. Like we, you know, I actually did watch the, like his his broadcast yesterday, like the live, um, the live conversation that he had. And, the first question, um, you know, the woman even said to him, like, why did you wait this long to do this? You know, and she was really hammering into him. And I, I, I said to you guys, like, his face was getting so red. And it was really entertaining for me. And I know that sounds bad. And I'm, I'm not a, I'm not getting political here. I'm not going to talk about my views or anything like that. But I found it very interesting that, you know, and I was kind of proud that a woman called him out on it right from the very beginning. She also, they also talked about, you know, how, 
Northwestern Ontario hasn't even been talked about really. And like we had, obviously, as everyone knows, we had so many cases, we had surges um, and it was crazy. Like we don't have a big community and like, it's, I mean, I know we have 180,000, but it doesn't feel like that sometimes. And so I was just shocked. Like I, I was not expecting him to, to put us in uh, like to group us in there again. But I mean, it is what it is. I know it's for the safety, but it's just, it's just been a roller coaster ride. And I think a lot of people can agree that it's been really difficult. Um, you know, I, I'm waiting on, I have to go for surgery and my surgery has been pushed back now twice. And I swear to Lord, if, <laughs> if it gets pushed back again, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> so I'm fingers crossed. I hope that I can get in and it's just, you just, you feel so many emotions. So mm-hmm. it's just difficult. Right. So. It, it really is. And it's, you know, another situation that we're faced with where we don't have a ton of control. And, no. you know, it's, it's hard to watch people fighting each other and turning on each other and getting sucked into these, you know, QAnon conspiracy theories. And mm-hmm. like, you know, there's these, there's jokes going around like, Hey, I got my 5g shot. And, yes. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds started that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But of course that's been the talk. Right. And it's mm-hmm. on one hand, it sounds ridiculous. We want to make fun of it, but when it, it's negatively affecting people, like people are, are believing the stuff ultimately yeah. because they're afraid yeah you know they're afraid and they're angry and they want things to go back to normal and now we can all agree so it's it, but it's so hard to see people just so angry at each other they can't even be around each other mm-hmm. yeah i'm well, noticing a lot of anger on from lockdown. yeah exactly i'm noticing a lot of anger that's for sure like that's something something that you know we've i've been very open with like obviously my job is social media i'm on the computer all the time and so i'm seeing a lot of stuff so I am limiting myself. So at five o'clock, like my, my notifications are all off. I don't, and I feel bad because, you know, we kind of discussed, like I I do, I I pulled away from a lot of my friends and everything. And that's, that's on myself. You know, I'm just trying to deal. I have a lot of stuff going on personally. And so, but I just need to do that for my own sanity. So I was wondering kind of, you know, obviously you're still seeing not physically, but you know, virtually seeing clients right now. And uh, for the most part, so how is this like a common trend that people are noticing on social media and how are they kind of handling it? Like all the anger and, um, and their anxiety right now? Uh, mostly with avoidance. And, and just to clarify it, I do still see people in person, but uh, usually what happens is I, I show up, I go right into the therapy room, I'm behind plexiglass mm-hmm. and then our frontline staff will bring the person back. So it's very, very safe. Um, yes. And actually the plexi is, they did such a good job on this that you barely even notice it's there unless there's awesome. dust on it. <laughs> Cause then I'll just be staring at it the whole time. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm seeing that a lot. The majority of people that I notice are either kind of in it and in that, you know, anger, fear, sort of lashing out stage, or they're just avoiding, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not going to worry about this, because ultimately, as time goes on, this will pass. We have been making progress with immunizations, we have been making progress with some things going back to normal. And, you know, the other thing, too, is that they were talking about something like uh, the number of ICU beds that are now dedicated to COVID patients. And don't quote me on this, but I I believe it was around the 400 beds range uh, in Mm -hmm. Ontario. And so I was trying to figure out, well, what actually is our ICU bed capacity? And that's not clear. Uh, It's very, Mm -hmm. it's difficult to find those numbers because 
funding was, was supposed to be funneled into creating more ICU beds. There are some field hospitals that are being set up. Like there's a lot of, there's so much variation. I can't just type this in a search bar and find it immediately. Yeah. We, we got to get a nurse that's been dealing like, like a COVID nurse. Mm-hmm. We, that's all my to-do list. We're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get someone on here that maybe can like actually answer some questions for us. I think it'd be really interesting to hear and hear what they're going through. Right. Like I can't, like they're like everyone at this point in time is just probably so burnt out. Like I have family members right now that are going through it as well. And they're frontline workers and they're, you know, they're, they've had enough and, and I don't blame them. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's funny because w- w- like we always talk, like I, I remember at the very beginning when I, when I started working from home and I was like, perfect, I get to wake up at eight fifty five and, you know, walk to my, my, my office down the hall mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it was great. And so now like I'm finding myself, it's, it's, it's very different. I'm still, a a lot of people, even when they hear me talk about this or they're probably like, oh yeah, it must be nice. But it's, it's really has played a major role on my mental health working from home, like, you know, constantly being isolated. I think something also actually a a few friends of mine, we were talking um, about it the other day and you know everyone was saying about oh yeah you know like staying from home it's 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 like our new normal and but I said to them the difference is you guys all you guys have a partner or you like have a roommate whereas myself I don't live with anyone I my cats are my main people I talk to (laughs) during the day so it is and I'm not trying to say this for you know for sympathy or anything like that I'm just saying in general that everyone's situation is a little bit different and so I always try to tell people to be mindful of what they're saying and just to go easy on people right now just because it's so difficult mm-hmm. so it's it's definitely it's definitely a hard time right now so I felt like a, a bitching podcast was good yeah <laughs> it was needed well you know what on a completely different side note mm-hmm. I hate this Tim Hortons app I hate it so much <laughs> you know okay I've had I've heard I've heard bad things about it so I want to hear your um your uh, information here and what you think like what tell me about this because okay. <laughs> you wouldn't mention right this. <laughs> okay so one thing that I do like about it is that you know you've got your payment method on there you've got your gift cards that you can load up on there and I can order and actually pull up to the drive-thru and say order for Linda and they've got it ready for me that's cool okay. like that however roll up the rim so now every time you purchase on the app you get a roll you click it and you know it does its little spinny fun thing and everyone is supposed to be a winner but you know sometimes obviously you get the free coffee but other times it's like here's a discount for something that you would never buy but now you feel obligated to buy <laughs> i'm like what is skull candy <laughs> i just bought headphones i don't need this but anyway um but then oh you God, know but funny. then it's not it's not 100% clear on how you redeem, right? So you go into this Tim Hortons app and you, I'm looking at, okay, so I've got these three free coffees or whatever, and I've got these points. I have no idea what these Tim's Rewards points are for. But how do I order with the free coffee that I got on my roll? I have no idea. And then you can click on the scan thing so that they can scan your QR code, but it says I don't have enough points. And I'm like, well, what happened to my free coffees and so you know you know I don't need this I don't need this in my life we need someone from Tim Hortons to 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 explain this to us so maybe someone that listens will uh will they'll they'll know someone who knows someone and they'll send you a private message well you know what they should because you know what I can be a bonehead about a lot of things but using apps I'm pretty adept with it 
you know, it just yeah. doesn't explain itself very well. So I just think that, you know, <laughs> and then it, it kind of ties back to these immunization appointments and things like that. It's like, how are even people that are not tech savvy, older people, you know, how are, are my grandparents supposed to not only book their vaccine appointment, but get their free damn coffee? No kidding. My, uh, you know what? I'll tell you. My aunt actually, she had uh, a lot of issues with booking online, and I guess she had to. Mm. Um, so she, it was glitching actually, and it kept. It was scheduling her first appointment, um, like for her first dose, it, all the way in August. So she was getting very frustrated, and thankfully, it ended up working out. She couldn't, I guess, her cell phone. It wasn't letting her use do it on her cell phone, so she had to do it on a computer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's difficult. Like I get the tax, like, like the tech, you know, savviness, um, you know, it's 2021, but the older generation, they're, they're not used to that. So I feel like that's a little bit difficult like, you know, so, and I don't know, like I, I, I got my vaccine. I got my first dose. Um, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not upset to talk about it. Like I, I'm very, it was weird. I was, I was very, I was so worried. Um, I have, you know, I have anxiety. And so I was very worried. Um, and it was not about getting the vaccine. It was like the symptoms, potential symptoms afterwards. Mm -hmm. And when I went, I had, um, there was a gentleman and a woman there and uh, we were all, you know, six feet apart, but they weren't together, but we ended up all kind of talking to each other and we all kind of actually had anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it was so nice and it was so cute. Like we all ended up like spending time together. We had to wait together. And so everyone was like, you know, we'll see you in a few weeks. And it was really cute. The gentleman actually just got diagnosed, um, with cancer. And so he was very, he was, he kept saying, he's like, I feel like I'm emotional today because I'm getting this and I'm so, I'm so privileged and honored to be getting this. He's like, it's sad that like it took this long, but I'm happy, you know? So and I, I was just in a room filled, filled with people that were just so excited. And I think that was like the really, it was a really cool experience for me. So I'm very proud to say that I got my first dose and um, I'm excited to get my second one. And yeah, like, I don't know, for me, I just, I did it for my own purposes. I don't have the greatest health and I have asthma and all that kind of stuff. And same, I have a family member who has an autoimmune disease and so it was very important for me to get um, the vaccine. Mm. So, well, it's interesting. I'm very, very interesting, happy. though, how getting the vaccine itself is almost political. It is. And that's what I noticed. Um, that's, uh, you know, it's funny. A, a coworker of, of ours, actually, she asked me and she, she, how she worded it. She said, if you're willing to talk about it, if not, like if you want to get the vaccine, if you're willing to talk about it, you don't have to. And I said, well, yeah, of course I am. Like, I'm fine with talking about it. Like, everyone has their reasons. I'm not pushing my views on anyone. I, I that's my own, I get, I got it for my own reasons. Um, but at the end of the day, no matter what, I still, people that don't want to get it and are not getting it, I, I'm, I don't mean to, but I'm changing my views almost on them. And I'm noticing that. So I'm trying not to, and I'm trying to be mindful of it, but it's very difficult. So I was wondering if you kind of had the same experience or if you are having the same experience with like your views about people that aren't getting it, or if you want to talk about it, of yeah. course, if not. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yes, it's really interesting how it does change your perspective on some people. Now, again, I'm I'm mm -hmm. coming from a place of I understand why people are scared. But then when yeah. something when I read something that scares me, like the controversy about the AstraZeneca vaccine, 
I go and look up not what Facebook is telling me and not what these like clickbait yes. news articles are telling me, but I go and look up on, you know, the National Institute of Health website or I look up on the CDC. What are the actual, you know, real, real information being reported and 25 cases of an extremely rare clotting disorder out of 200 million doses? I mean, yeah. birth control is 100 times worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the, I think when you compare it, so I think also like, I, I like how you did that, how you compared it to something else. I think see, showing people that, or maybe li like having people listen to that, it kind of, it's like a little light bulb goes off. It's like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, so I like that. And, and I respect that about you that you do obviously do your homework and everything like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think education is key for, for a lot of things. Um, and I think especially when it comes to, to the vaccine and, you know, everything, everything to do with COVID, you know, even, even for myself, like I, I work also in, in animal welfare and like it, it comes down to education. So I really, really appreciate that. Um, so, and I'm always, like, we have a, we have a virus channel on our, we have um, like a work chat. And so we have a virus channel and we, so we share a lot of stuff in there. And so I'm always very, very, you know, cautious of what I'm, I'm sharing, you know, and I just want to make sure that I'm giving the most update and, and like, or, you know, up-to-date recent, mm -hmm. you know, articles and everything. Yeah. So, but it's, well, it's you know, I was asked as well, cause I am a business owner. I mean, you know, in, in addition to being a psychotherapist and I was asked, are you going to mandate that we all get this? And I said, well, I, I'm not going to lie. I want you guys to get this. I feel that it is the responsible mm -hmm. choice. However, I don't feel comfortable interfering in your medical decisions. That is not a place that I need to be. It needs to be your choice. That must be really difficult. And and I guess, obviously, because can, can, can businesses, like, I guess I haven't really thought about it like that. So can businesses do that? Like, can they mandate um, they, they can. I mean, for example, mm -hmm. uh, if you work in the schools, you have to have um, your vaccines and, as I believe, all your vaccines and uh, a negative TB yeah. test, things like that. Like, they can, they can mandate in some spaces. But I'm not sure because even long-term care, um, what I was told from someone else that works in long-term care is there were something like 20 to 30% of people that work in long-term care actually refusing the vaccine. And just not saying why, which you figure of all places, that should be the one place where you, you kind of don't have a choice because nurses usually have to get a flu shot. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I think this is, I, I mean, I'm having a hard time, like I said, like even with social media, I'm seeing a lot of people, um, different and different age groups. Um, I remember a few podcasts ago, I, I stated that like the older generation, but, and I kind of want to retract that now because I, I'm feeling it's, it's, it's varying throughout all ages. Um, but I think for me, my turning point was, was the variant um, and how it was affecting a lot of people, you know, in, in my Absolutely. age group yes, and everything. Yes. So, so I think that to me was, that was my turning point personally, but um, so, yeah, so I got it a few days ago and I'm happy. Like the sight of it is still a little bit sore. I feel like I kind of got blood mm -hmm. in the arm, but, um, but other than that, like, I, I have chronic migraines and um, chronic tension headaches and all that kind of stuff. So like I did get a headache after, but whether it was caused from the vaccine or whether it was caused from my condition, like, I don't know. But other than that, I really, I wasn't, there wasn't anything. To, and I was tired, but I'm always kind of tired. Right? <laughs> Part of being an adult. <laughs> I mean, other, it, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a yeah. one-on-one. 
So I do, I do want to share that because I think a lot of people are very fearful of, of um, yeah. side effects. And when I actually looked at the statistics of the side effects, it's very, it's like of the like more in like intense side effects. It's, it's, it's been very rare like that. It's yeah. happened. Um, yeah. Well, so, and it, the but, side effects again. are about an immune response, which is ultimately what mm-hmm. you want to see. You want to know that your body is responding to this as a threat and doing the same sort of immune function that it would do if you had the cold or a flu. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're not preaching. <laughs> I'm like, we should stop talking about the freaking <laughs> the vaccine. We're not preaching. Um, I want to bring back to, I just kind of want to uh, just talk about this really quick. Cause you did mention that a lot of people are um, avoiding, you know, social media. They're also avoiding, you know, their f- kind of feelings right now in a sense. Right. And we also recorded a while ago and I know, and you taught me that avoidance is not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say, though, in this specific situation that we're all going through, this is the millionth lockdown, this is the millionth stay home order, you know, we're all on a roller coaster ride together, but separately, um, would you say that the avoidance is a more, it's kind of okay right now? Or what would you? Well, it depends what you're avoiding, right? Avoidance works until it doesn't True. work. You know, if, if your mental health mm-hmm. is improved by taking breaks from social media, well, then, you know, you found mm-hmm. something that works for a very cheap option, right? Um, that yeah. is perfectly fine. Um, if we're avoiding mm-hmm. as in, I'm not thinking about or talking about or, um, making myself or others aware of the fact that there's a global pandemic, well, that could be problematic, right? It's about knowing what needs to be on your plate and what doesn't. If I scroll Mm -hmm. through social media and within a few seconds, something upsets me, you know, some, someone is throwing an opinion out there or whatever that is, uh, you know, discriminatory to other people or hurtful to other people, Mm I just need to shut that off. That doesn't mean I need to unfriend them or unfollow them, but I just need to not see that right now because Facebook can be considered the communal public toilet for trying to get rid of all of our bad feelings. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I really do. And it's, it's, I love the, the analytics and the statistics behind everything. I love, it's funny. I hate math, but I love numbers if that makes any sense. But and so that's when I'll go, it's pretty, honestly, like I'll share, you know, some things once in a while. Um, I've been trying to share more funnier yeah. things, <laughs> um, but it's just, it's difficult. I just don't like it. I'm a huge fan of Instagram. I like, I find, and, and, and maybe it is, you know, my generation, but I really do love looking um, at visually being pleased, if that makes sense. Like looking at like a beautiful, you know, sunset or um, Damien Gilbert, he just posted, um, he got amazing, amazing uh, photography shots um, of the thunderstorm mm-hmm. we had the other night. And like, it's just incredible. Like, it's breathtaking. So I, I, I love looking at people's lives through, through pictures and like it tells a story. So with that to me, I really do resonate with it. And I just, I love photography too. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why, but it's just less, I think it's less political in a sense as well. Like, I can still see, you know, small businesses posting and saying, oh, here we go again. We're closing again, which I, I'm so sorry that anyone has to go through this because I do not wish this. I don't wish this upon my worst enemy. I think it's just been awful for businesses, um, you know, small or big. And, and, and in, in a certain way, don't, don't crucify me because I'm saying big box stores. I'm not saying that. I mean, the staff that are still working in these big box stores. 
um, you know, and struggling and with burnout and everything like that. That's what I mean when I say it. So I just, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just been a hell of a year. eh? Like, I just can't believe that we're still here. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been yeah. a minute. It's, so. it's been really difficult. And, you know, it's important to acknowledge mm-hmm. that. I, I've talked about this before sometimes on my Facebook. People might think that I'm anti-lockdown. To be clear, I'm not really anti or pro anything other than I want this to be mm-hmm. over. And despite the fact that I'm such an introvert that I think – just the other day I realized, wow, it took a whole year for me to go, I could really enjoy a family dinner right now. And and then that feeling went yeah. away in about 15 yeah. minutes. And I'm like, nope, nope, we're done. <laughs> but it, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, being able to sort of embrace my inner introvert has worked well for me. However, like you have said before, I have people at home with me. I I'm online mm-hmm. constantly reading things of interest and I also have coworkers to connect with. So my, you know, my needs are, are met, but other people they're on their yeah. own and that's going to drive you nuts sometimes. It does. That's, that's for sure. Um, <clears throat> I remember, you know, a year ago when TikTok became really huge and I was like, these dances and everything are so funny. I love TikTok. Now I'm watching TikTok because there's like cleaning people and I love cleaning <laughs> and I'm like, it's bad. Like it's bad. And in the last year, I have noticed a lot of um, tendencies coming coming out of me, and um, and especially when it comes to cleaning. And um, I follow now all these like cleaning experts and stuff, and I'm obsessed with them. Like, but it makes me happy. I bought a vacuum on Amazon last night. I was like, while well, she's using her TikTok, like that looks awesome. I was like, okay, now now I'm taking TikTok to a whole different level. So, side note, if you like cleaning, um, you need to go and look at some TikTok. It's like cleaning cleaners of TikTok. It's hilarious. Um, and but you know what I mean. But that kind of stuff makes me happy. Like I I and I have actually purchased. I was struggling. Um, we did actually record a podcast, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, we lost it. So we were um, we had some technical difficulties, but everything's fine. But um, you know, I've been struggling. I gained I gained weight during. I had I was on a medication for my migraines, and so there was a weight gain. Then there's the COVID weight gain. So I've you know I've I've turned a lot to comfort food, and I know that, and I can recognize that in myself. So I started. I actually purchased some workout gear and um, some like workout like little things for like at like at home, and I'm so proud of myself because I never. I never wanted to. I was really against that a few weeks ago. So I can already tell that I'm feeling better. I'm getting more comfortable. So every morning I've been doing yoga and I've been doing a small workout. So I'm kind of changing my routine now after a year. Like I was against this personally a year ago. So I'm kind of adapting, you know, to it. And I feel a lot, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm having a lot more energy. Um, I stopped drinking coffee because my anxiety was so bad. <laughs> so I'm on, I'm on a, a breakup, like a, a, a break with coffee right now, which is really killing me. Um, so, but yeah, it's been, it's, it's difficult. I'm not taking away from anyone who's struggling, but I'm finding that little things to adapt to. And um, you actually loaned me a book and I started reading the book. And so it's like, there's things that I'm doing. It's just, it's still not the same and it's still shitty and it sucks. And I think we could all agree mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it's so. kind of it brings me back to the na- nature of anxiety. It's like when you're, when you're standing on that diving board 
and you look down and your, your anxiety starts to peak, we can get paralyzed. And so it can take yeah. so much extra energy just to stand there and exist. But eventually, the longer you stand there, the that anxiety has to subside. It has to peak and it has to come down. And I think that's what I am seeing more so even just in your situation. It peaked and mm -hmm. then now it's coming down so you can think more clearly, you can put your energy into other things, right? Yeah, I'm starting like to settle in kind of thing. I still, I'm still having the issue of, and, and I hate, in, and I'm totally okay to admit it, like to admit it out loud. And I'm, I'm, I'm an open book, let's be honest here. I talk way too much, but um, I was having, I was struggling a while for a while and I still am mm. about leaving my house. I turned into, I'm, I'm, I was a, I'm, I'm an extrovert and I'm a very social person and I loved getting together with my friends. I loved, you know, being, I just love being outside and spending time with my family, friends, whatever. And now like, I don't even want to open up my door sometimes <laughs> like some days. Um, and it's, and it, because I, I, I get those physical feelings. Like I start my my heart starts racing and I, I start sweating. I start getting warmer, like even grocery shopping. I really do try to only go out, you know, once a week or once every two weeks if I have to, because my house has become my comfort zone. And it's obviously a positive and a negative thing. Like I'm following the protocols and procedures that have been in place, put in place by our government. But I think I've also taken it to an ex another extreme and that is really difficult. I've also had to quarantine a few times because I take um, my family member out of town for um, a medical procedure every few months. So I've really got comfortable into I'm doing this from home and I'm staying home. Um, so I've been trying to work on that. It's just, it's, that is coming in time, you know, so I'm trying to build myself up and you know, I, I want to start even just taking a car, like going for a car ride, not even just necessarily just, you know, going to a place or anything. I don't need to go to a million places, mm -hmm. you know, a week, but you know, getting out, going for walks. I went for a walk last week um, and I'm feeling better about it. It's just, it's hard. And then when you add the gloomy days, like how we have, we're having like what, six oh, gloomy days. Actually, it looks like the weekend might clear like, up now. It changed. <laughs> oh, thank God. That would be nice. Like, and I, that's the other thing next week I have to quarantine again because I that's before my surgery. So it's like, there's always something. And it's, that's the hard thing when you're quarantining, you're not even allowed to go outside. <laughs> so I'm just like sitting at my window trying to get some, like hoping that like my seal, my window is mm -hmm. getting some air. <laughs> like I'm like, this is, you know, so it's just, I've created such a weird kind of world for myself. And, um, I'm trying to work through that. You know, I've been open with you and you've been an incredible support, um, you know, to, to like for me. And I've talked to you about even talking to, you know, a professional and obviously I can't do it for uh, Kelly Mental yeah. Health. Otherwise I would, but um, you know, so it's, it's nice. It, and I feel, I feel okay. Like I'm feeling okay, even though I have a lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't think I would feel the same way if I didn't have um, a, a job behind me that supported me as much. So I really do hope that if you, if anyone out there is struggling right now, that there are resources that I'm sure your work has in place as well. And like, don't feel scared to go and talk to someone 
and try and open up a little bit and say, like, if you're having a hard time, like a lot of jobs I know have free resources that, you know, how like through your HR department. Well, we hope so. so. I know that a lot of companies are coming around to, Mm -hmm. you know, acknowledging that the impact of mental health issues is a much more of a drain on the company and the economy uh, than, than other otherwise suspected. And so it, pays to make sure that people are supportive and that's not obviously why we do it and we do it because that's what we believe in and you know I'm not a jerk (laughs) but there's unfortunately (laughs) some workplaces that uh, where people do face some discrimination about uh, you know related to some mental health issues and I think that's something I'd really like to talk about next time I I did put a call out to see if people are uh, willing to share some of their stories and, uh, you know, this is something that does yeah. need to be addressed and acknowledged and we need, we need to change some things. Yeah. That's a great, that would be a great podcast in the future to discuss workplaces that don't support you. Um, I think that obviously, yes, I, I, I speak positively, you know, at this point in time in my life because I do have, um, an incredible, you know, uh, workplace and I'm very, very, very fortunate, very lucky. But I also know firsthand that there are many people out there that that don't. So I do hope that I just hope the world gets better and changes one day. I can't believe it's 2021 and there's still people, you know, struggling and, and their work won't support it or they're holding it against their their holding. Yeah, it against I their mean, life. hey, I, I worked in other workplaces where they claim to be very supportive of mental health. And then on the other hand, would accuse me of having certain disorders and then say oh we're just joking mm-hmm. and it's like hey look just because yeah. you have to subsist on you know oodles of antidepressants so that you don't feel anything that doesn't mean that real emotions are mm-hmm. or should be dismissed as mental health disorders yes. sorry that's my yeah, that's exactly. my bitterness don't just yeah, disregard for sure. that. i don't i just don't <laughs> like it when people do that <laughs> It's okay. This is, it is, is but you know, at the same time, as a, as a psychotherapist, as someone that works in mental health, if antidepressants are needed, and often they are, that's fine. But I think what mm-hmm. happens in that particular situation is you feel so dismissed and so minimized when what you're feeling is completely normal, mm-hmm. and them calling you out for it is that's the yeah. part that's been done wrong. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I just. Uh... I think everyone is just, I think we've all gone through so much and, and, you know, we always talk about it and I, and if you want to listen, (laughs) you don't have to, but I, uh, I love the podcast for, for, for this reason that we get to, it's kind of like our debrief almost like, I I don't know. I always feel better after, um, we, we do a podcast and we get to kind of talk and not always bitch, but sometimes it's happy. Sometimes, Sometimes. yeah, it's, you know, I'm just, sometimes it's nice to be able to share whatever mantras I came up with. I mean, for example, this week, my name is no, (laughs) my sign is no, my number is no. (laughs) Actually, I said no to a couple of work assignments and then I had to go and pat myself on the back because I am that person that will constantly overextend myself just because I feel bad saying no. But I said no to two things this week. I've never felt so good. Then see that's awesome. I think I think that's like that should be celebrated, right? Because we get, and I used to get like that too. Like I, I never, I used to always like in in my older in my other positions that I worked, I I would never say no, and I would always you know burn the candle at both ends, and I suffered from 
really, really bad burnout for two years and I, I couldn't function. And I learned that after. Um, and so, you know, coming on, like coming into Kelly Mental Health, I've been here for over a little over a year now. And so I do mostly everything, um, but I do it on in a better time frame, And I try to make sure that I'm being open and I'm honest when I'm struggling and I want people, you know, especially you and, and, and our manager to know like that I'm not okay. And this is what's kind of happening. And so bear with me. And so again, I'm, I'm very grateful that I have that kind of outlet to, well, to discuss. Well, you know, and, and just, don't. you know, to jump off of that, if I can just point this out, I noticed early on when you were working for us, it, there was almost it maybe, maybe sort of, some of those efforts might've been fear driven where it's like, if I might throw some, some idea at you and you would come back immediately and be like, okay, it's done. Or, okay, okay. This is, I just want you to know that I'm not stocking up. I'm like, okay, listen, chill. (laughs) I don't need to hear about this. I just need you to put it in your back pocket and then you tell me what we're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? And and I'm grateful now that we have like a system. And so like you, like you told me that I made note, like, it's so funny because that's that's hundred percent so accurate. I'm so happy you called me out on that because it was like I was scared for life. Like I was I was like I had like I had the worst job before and I was treated so horribly. And that it's traumatic in itself, right? So when you're starting a new position, then like you just you want to be that go getter and you want to do a million things. You want to keep everyone mm-hmm. happy, but it's like at what cost, you know? So and now I'm. I'm very happy that I take my time with things and I have time to, to function and, you know, and, and when you say things, I don't get them done. Yeah. And I also, it's totally valid (laughs) to come back and be like, Linda, that's a stupid idea. (laughs) Yeah. There there has been a few times. I remember there was a few times. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We make a good team. I'm happy. (laughs) So, but, um, yeah, you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad that we did, uh, we did this podcast. I know you're busy, so I will, uh, I will let you go, but I hope, um, I hope someone takes some, something away from this and know that, you know, we, we are feeling a lot of the same feelings and it's okay to feel like you feel, and it's okay not to be okay right now. Like everyone mm-hmm. is dealing with a lot of stuff. So, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so season four, I'm excited for it. Um, we will have more podcasts to come. Again, I mentioned that we had some uh, some small little hiccups, but we're making up for it, and we're going to have um, a lot of fun kind of episodes. I hope to get Kelly, Kelly Hallinan on here and talk about uh, yeah. some fun <laughs> sex stuff. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna get some good uh, good episodes coming at you guys. So, um, as as per usual, if you guys would like to you know be featured on the show and come and chat with us and have a, a nice nice chat, you can uh, contact us at info at kellymentalhealth.com or you can visit our website at www.kellymentalhealth.com as well. And uh, there's tons of information everywhere. And we have free resources. If you uh, follow us on Instagram, you can go to the link in our bio and check that out as well. Um, We have so many, many resources. So um, until next time, thank you, Linda, for your time. I know it's very valuable. All right. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye.